in a world where men and women are hired with no experience to do a job that kind of sucks sometimes. Where they have to crawl under houses, kung fu fight their way through countless spiderwebs, deal with customers who just can't deal with all these dead bugs, and step in hundreds of piles of dog poop every day. heroes have come to save the day. Heroes who have fought those webs, stepped in that poop, survived it, and learned from it. And now they're here to tell you their story. This is the Bug Geeky Podcast. Welcome to the Bug Geeky Podcast, episode 16 so glad to be here with you guys today. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, Today, we have our first Bug Geeky Roadcast. Uh, It's a podcast on the road to Florida. uh, With uh, an interview with Tim Bryant of Bryant Pest Solutions in Greenville, South Carolina. Uh, We had a great time. Uh, The audio quality is terrible, but it is hilarious. Uh, We really had a great time. So, hope you enjoy it today. Uh, we got a couple things before we get started. Uh, check out teespring.com forward slash the bug geeky podcast. Uh, check out that website. We're selling t-shirts, hoodies, mugs, stickers, different kinds of sweaters, uh, everything with our name on it. Uh, they're really cool looking and really decent prices too. Uh, we're selling them a little differently than we have been, so you can get a little better price. So check that out so you can let everyone know what your favorite pest control podcast is. Alright guys, on social media for today, check out the Bug Geeky Podcast listeners group on Facebook. It's really important. This is where a lot of our you know, kind of news comes out from. Uh, it helps us stay up to date with you guys. Y'all let us know what, really what you, know, you want to hear, what you don't like. And uh, it's a really great community to be a part of. Uh, we thank everybody who's on it already. Uh, so if you're not currently on it, then go find it the Bug Geeky Podcast listeners group on Facebook. Alright guys, so the Bug Geeky tip of the week this week is tool backpacks. Uh, They are really cool. Uh, There's a lot of different companies that make them, uh, but I know me personally, I would like to utilize a backpack over a regular tool bag because I walk pretty long distances on my route and it just makes things a little easier. Uh, Most of the ones that are out these days have a rubber casing around the bottom of it so it's not going to get wet when you set it down Um, and they're actually usually pretty comfortable because they're they're pretty padded. Uh, A couple of the brands out there, um, Milwaukee, you can get those at Home Depot, and AWP. Uh, those are available at Lowe's. Uh, you can find them online uh, on Amazon. There's a bunch of different brands. They average anywhere from $50, $75 to $100. Uh, but they are ma- usually made really tough. Uh, made, you know, They have different pockets where you can put roach bait, ant bait, aerosol cans. I know in mine I fit a small vacuum, uh, glue boards, aerosol cans, a small BNG, and it... You know, it holds up pretty nicely. I don't have to worry about it ripping or anything like a regular backpack would. So um, that's the Bug Geeky tip of the week. Check out the different kinds of tool backpacks they have. They're, they really come in handy. All right, guys. 
Let's get to our interview with Tim Bryant, Bryant Pest Solutions in Greenville. Uh, like I said, the audio quality is really bad. We apologize for that. Uh, but we'll be back next episode with Josh and Phil, and we'll get back to your regularly scheduled programming. Thanks, guys. Welcome to the first Bug Geeky Roadcast. I'm here with Tim Bryant of Bryant Pest Solutions. Hey there. We are um, in the car on our way to uh, sunny Florida uh, going to Disney World. Pretty excited. How about you? I am. There's a big truck just passed us. I'm sure you heard that. Uh, yeah, we're, we're having a great time so far. We've been on the road about, what, almost seven hours at this yeah, point? Yeah, pretty close. And uh, we've uh, seen lots of uh, adult store signs. I'm a little surprised at the uh, the amount of them down here. It's pretty interesting. Yeah, there's uh, all the retired people got it going on, I guess. <laughs> I I'm, guess so. I'm not sure what's going on <laughs> down here. Uh, but uh, like every exit, there's an adult store, and there's sometimes there's two in one parking lot. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's a happy place. I guess that's yeah. why people retire here. Between that and Viagra, it's a uh, <laughs> booming business down here. <laughs> uh, business is on the rise. Well, for me, through the winter, it was pretty slow. But the last two weeks, I mean, I, I think spring has sprung for me. Oh, my gosh. The, our whole day has consisted of, because Tim owns his own business and I work for a company, our whole morning has been uh, fielding calls from customers who are uh, having issues. And we're, we're going to be gone for, including the weekend, probably about five days. And, um, yeah, so we're, we're going to have a mess to get back to when we get back. <laughs> I keep telling everybody I'll, I'm going to get to it on Monday. <laughs> And I don't think there's enough hours in the day right now to get to everything on Monday. So it, I don't know what, what I'm going to do when I get back. Yeah, it's currently Wednesday. Um, and, yeah, it, it's going to be interesting. But, hey, you know, you gotta have you got to pull away at some point and actually take some time off. Definitely. Well, for me, my calls have consisted mainly of termites. These swarmers, which I'm sure everyone, especially down here in the south, is feeling right now. I mean... I was doing a termite letter yesterday, and I walked up to the door, and the first thing I seen were swarmers coming out of the bottom of the door jams. So I was like, well, all right. Well, I definitely considered actives. And that's what I've been seeing pretty much every day um, for about a week now. Yeah, I had uh, a week before last. I had, in two days, I had like five different doctor's offices call me with termites crawling all over their patients in the waiting rooms. And um, yeah, it's it's um, it's a good year for termites so far. Definitely, uh, yes. The way it's looking, it's definitely I think going to be one of my best years so far with termite already. Nice. It's been a nice, nice surprise this early in the year for me at least. Yeah, and I felt I felt like last year was down a little bit. Really yeah, the past couple years. I don't remember them swarming like this. Like I had a call for us the first day of spring and it was like 50 degrees out i mean it wasn't it was not hot at all it was actually a little chilly where you were wearing a jacket and i actually got termite swarmers on the first day of spring wow huh. i mean i was like surprised but it wasn't even like sunny and you know 65 70 <laughs> what are was, you doing it was chilly and cloudy <laughs> I, I don't know what happened but 
Yeah, it seemed to, uh, the Swarmers seemed to be more this year than I can remember in the past, actually for me, in the past three years. Nice. Hey, I mean, it's good for business. It's money. It's excellent for business. <laughs> Dollar bills uh, swarming around people's <laughs> yeah, Exactly. <laughs> I know ants have, have been horrible so far this year. Um, I'm getting I'm getting a lot of calls for that already. Yeah, I had a really bad ant situation going on, and it literally the uh, the trail led to a colony that was I'm going to say good thirty to forty yards away from the from the structure going down the sidewalk into a uh, into a plant that was like down the road um, from the structure that was at. Was it was it Argentines or yes, man, they were. I had a couple of mission. I had the Argentines that were trailing, but then I also had quite a few fire ants that were popping up along the the base of the structure too. Man. So I had I had a, a double whammy with the ants. Yeah, but I've been getting a lot of calls for ants too. You know, we talked about the termites, but yeah, ants have been been just insane also, and it, it seemed like it just. It all happens at once. And also, too, for, and maybe with you, we may have talked about this, um, but getting a lot of calls for, you know, the bees and wasps and just mm-hmm. the classic carpenter bees that are flying around and there's no apparent nest, but they're all flying around the structure and chasing yep. kids and freaking and, people out. Yeah, freaking people out. I've been getting a lot of calls, calls with that, too. Yeah. Yes, it's that time of year, unfortunately. So, uh, you know what we should do, Tim? What? We should do Bug Geeky News. Let's do it. Alright. So, uh, what's a... Well, the, the first edition of Bug Geeky News that we had a few weeks ago, um, we brought up the, uh, the Amazon, uh, lawsuit... Some of the with the EPA. Mm-hmm. So, uh, do you have uh, you got something to follow up on that? Well, yeah. The uh, basically, there's an article in PCT magazine about uh, distributors reacting to the settlement, the uh, 1.2 million dollar settlement with Amazon over the online sales of illegal, unregistered, and misbranded products. Um, basically, PCA. Uh, PCT asked, uh, and Kaisner is, uh, I believe he's the vice president of marketing for Univar. He was asked what was the reaction to the news that the EPA reached a settlement with Amazon, and he responded by saying they're pleased to see that the EPA actions on the sale of the unregistered pesticide products being sold online. Univar strongly believes professional pest control products should only be purchased, applied, and used by professionals. I would say a big amen to that. Absolutely. Uh, Univar takes great steps to ensure products we sell are registered and approved by federal and state agencies. Univar takes the extra step to ensure we have all necessary licensing from our customers and will only sell products to authorized customers. Univar does not sell online. However, only approved customers can access our stores and even upon the placement of the order. Univar still makes certain customers have the right right licensing before the product is shipped. And I would 100% agree with that. 
Um, I wish, I wish more places would would follow Univar's uh, policies. Yeah, I mean, it, it's. I know that the whole Amazon thing was mainly, you know, the unregistered pesticides, the uh, the pesticide chalk and all that. But but he brings up a, a big thing: is there's so many places that are just selling pesticides that are dangerous for normal people to use. Uh, they're overusing them. They're, you know, they, they haven't had the training that most of us have had. So you could really, you know, they're putting their families and, and the environment in danger just because they, you know, they don't want to do something the right way or they want to, they don't want to hire an actual pest control technician. Well, I was talking to somebody the other day that tried to do, uh, was mixing for ant, no, it was for bed bugs. And I, I mean, I went out there and it was, I mean, one of the worst bed bug problems I've seen in a long time. And well, obviously what he was buying and what he was doing wasn't working, but he'd even mentioned that he'd mixed it like four times stronger to try to kill him. So the perfect example of why we should, you know, we have to have training and, comply with with the label but there's you know it's not monitored for yeah the public can do anything they want with this and you know anytime i apply chemical like who's around me what's going to become in contact it you know with it is it is it near water is it going to rain like all this stuff is going through my mind when i'm just applying a regular treatment around a house you know and and anyone can buy talstar p and termidor yeah uh you know in a do-it-yourself store and and do whatever they want with it that's, that's just so dangerous. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would just recommend going to uh, PCT online and looking up the article too, yeah. because there's some other reactions, and it's pretty much uh, the same reaction, uh, you know, the, uh, industry-wide. That I'm, you know, they had a couple of interviews here that they're talking about. But uh, you know, I think we should be sponsored by Univar and PCT Magazine. I would for this love episode. to be sponsored by Univar. That would be amazing. I give them a lot of money. <laughs> They could just give me just a little back. I I would yep. really appreciate it. Yep. <laughs> cool. So uh, so what what other stories do we have? Um. Well, there actually was one here. Hang on one second. Oh. So we we this happened. This this came out before the uh, the last episode of Buggy News aired, uh, and we've been waiting to talk about it um, because Tim, I know you have. You have had a lot of dealings with this company in the past. Um, so, Service Master is acquiring Copacene. Yes. So, let's talk about that. Well, according to what I just read, um, I believe they actually closed that transaction. It was uh, March 30th. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe it became official and everything got finalized according to what I'm reading here so um yeah I've I've had lots of dealing with Copasan that's a that's a possible game changer yeah I'm very curious to find out how it's going to work with Service Masters and Terminex and with the with the uh the partnering companies the stockholders um I really would like to know how that's going to work. I've, I've heard rumors and rumblings that it's actually going to increase the um, Copasan Partners revenue with more work. So, does that mean that Copasan slash Service Masters 
is going to basically just kind of take over that helm of Copasan itself and then still keep all the the partners. Yeah. I, I don't know. Um, I've got some very close friends in Copasan I could reach out to, but I haven't done it yet. Yeah. Um, because it doesn't affect me at one iota. Yeah. Um, I've, I've just kind of heard it through back channels of that is going to increase the revenue. And I'm just very interested to find out how that's going to work. And I'm sure there's some Copasan uh, partners out there that kind of know what's going on right now. I'd love to know kind of how that's all going to work. Yeah, because, I mean, it's a gamble. It could be a good thing. It could be a seriously bad thing. You, it's, it's all speculation at this point. But it's that's it, no matter what, it's going to be a game changer uh, either way. Um, either, you know, for the good or for the bad. Uh, for, for, you know, for, for all companies, and maybe except for Terminex. <laughs> I, I don't yeah. see the... This is all just me thinking out loud and knowing I've been to Copasan headquarters multiple times. I, you know, just kind of thinking out loud. I, I don't see the, I could be totally wrong by the way. So this is just Tim Bryant thinking out loud, but I don't, I don't see the stockholders, the, the board members voting on something that's, you know, it's not going to benefit them. You know, yeah. you know what I'm saying? As a stockholder, if I had to vote on it, what am I getting out of it? So, I mean, I would think, you know, there's definitely money to be made and, and there's got to be some reasoning to buy, you know, why they, yeah, why they sold it. I mean, that's just me. I don't know all the inner workings of how it worked. Just knowing, you know, being there and, and knowing some of the people there. Um, I'm just, just curious to how that all inspired and, yeah. and, how it's all going to work. It's going to be very interesting to see. I guess we'll see. I'm sure we'll be getting some more information, you know, within the next probably year or so on, on what's going to unfold with all that. So. Yeah, most definitely. We'll just have to keep uh, keep watching uh, the, the news and PCT Magazine and uh, any other news outlet to find out. Uh, if I find anything, I'll definitely let you know and let, let the listeners know. Keep everyone updated. Yeah, yeah if I find anything else about it. I just I just don't know much about it but when I heard it I was I was I was shocked although I suspected for about five years now that Copasan was gonna sell yeah that was actually the rumblings like four or five years ago internally that they were going to sell yeah or they were gonna have to sell yeah and so I was kind of surprised that it actually happened um, but not really so but it, it still is kind of a like whoa you know how is it all going to work out and I think that's the biggest question yeah. that I would have and I'm and I, I, I'm sure the uh, Copasan partners probably know how it's going to work out I would guess the at least the uh, the upper echelon and the board members of it yeah nice well, what else is going on in our industry um let's see doing very well Gabe uh, driving in uh, I-4 traffic so uh, and it's getting very busy so just <laughs> you keep your eyes on the road while I look for the new stories all right <laughs> um, there was there was actually a story I was looking at earlier um, and I'm gonna click on this but it's a uh, talk about the moisture from uh, La Nina creates significant spring pest pressure the MPMA report so <laughs> maybe the Maybe that's where we're seeing all kinds of crazy stuff. I don't know yeah. right now, but uh, 
I know one thing. I'm just going to go ahead and give kudos to uh, all of our listeners who uh, work in Florida. Um, I know we, we got a bunch of you guys, so thank you. But, uh, oh my gosh, I, I just, uh, you know, we're, we're in South Carolina, so we're not too far away from you. We do, you know, we, we have some interesting weather there, but... Y'all, I, I feel like y'all deal with, with the stuff that we get during the summer all year long around here. So um, I give you guys props for uh, for never getting, uh, you know, an off season like we get. Yeah, I was gonna say we we had you know we definitely had the off season, um, but man, it I mean probably nonstop down here. We've seen like a ton of pest control trucks around here too. Yes. So yeah, I know. Uh, We've been, like I said, we've been driving about about seven hours at this point, and uh, I mean, I, I've from we, the South Georgia Savannah on down south. Yeah, I mean, we've passed probably I, I would say ten or fifteen different trucks, not not the you know the same the same bigger guys over and over. It's it's been the same. It's been um, it's been different trucks every time. So that, that's it's, it's a good market down here. So yeah. Um, just looking at that article with the uh, the La Nina creating the significant spring pressure, um, basically, it, um, yeah, what we knew is what it's doing. It's uh, it's going to create uh, generally being full force thanks to a large part of the leftover moisture and mild conditions in various parts of the country. Although you know we had like um, I thought we had pretty cold weather, but we never really get cold enough weather to kill anything off anyway not for long enough not for long enough so I you know I never I always go oh it's going to help it's going to help us in the spring it but, never does but really for me now I don't want it to I want it to yeah. be hot and yeah. warm. I want swarmers I want ants <laughs> I want all that although it does drive me absolutely insane this time of year yeah. um I, I I really do want that, and, and I welcome La Nina and its uh, extra moisture into we our, our regions. <laughs> yeah, that did not sound good. We had Josh; he would make some crude yes. joke. We miss you, Josh. Josh, we, uh, I'll uh, I'll record a sexual reference uh, from you to to put right here for that joke. Hey, Tim, good one. That's definitely what she said. In the worst part, we don't have Phil to actually give the. You know this the stats and the actual phil you, know. you can tell us what what all of this means we have no clue i don't know you know the the actual we we do have siri yeah. you know so yeah. we could probably ask siri instead of asking phil but why ask why ask siri when you can ask phil <laughs> exactly it's so much more fun when you ask phil <laughs> nice well i guess that that was Second edition of Bug Geeky News for you guys. Hope you guys enjoyed that. Yeah, sorry guys. <laughs> That's the best I can do on the road traveling in traffic. Um, there was actually something I was thinking about. I was trying to remember, I was, I was listening to one of your, maybe the last one before, but like just things you don't want to hear your customer say. Yeah. And like a customer had just told me this the other day, and I'm like, oh, that's what I don't want to hear. And it was like, I mean, I was working this account and looking for looking for the ants, and just, I mean, top to bottom, flashlight out. I mean, I'm crawling underneath the crawl space, under counters, and I get none. I, I find your ants, like, oh, well, that didn't take long. And I had literally <laughs> spent like an hour there. It was like. I don't want to hear that from a customer. No, I, that didn't take long. I don't know what's worse, that or are we already done? 
Yeah. Oh, I hate it's that. It's like I've been I've been treating your house for over an hour. Um. Yeah. Chill. So that that was the first thing I thought of when when they said that. I'm like, oh yeah, that's that could go on that segment <laughs> that you guys had. Uh, yeah. That that's when I made that list. It's because I had heard almost all of those that that week. <laughs> it's so old. Yeah, it's, it's it's very frustrating on, on our side because it's like you don't want to give anyone an excuse to the, the charge them. They want to have you know a cheaper price. Yep. And you know you give them a, a, a great service for a great price, but it's like no, I don't want to. I don't want to give you any reason to say you want it cheaper because you don't think I'm staying long enough. Exactly. I'm wondering, and I guess down here in Florida and maybe in the Charleston. Like, you know, we have the squirrel removal, possum, you know, the animal, the wildlife mm-hmm. removal. Like, I guess some pest control companies do. Yeah, I've seen on... Um, Alligator, crocodiles. Yeah, on some of the, the, <laughs> the Facebook groups, I've seen some of the guys oh doing that. Oh, my God. Remember that guy, what's his name, Billy the... Uh, Billy the Exterminator? Yeah, Billy the Exterminator. You know, he... Um, he was arrested for like, I think it online it just says like drug charges. That, really? And he's like coming out with a new show. Prison life. Yeah. <laughs> Bed bugs in prison. <laughs> there's there's no roaches in his cell. <laughs> I did not know that. But you know, like I remember there was a there back when this. This has been probably seven, eight years ago, but there was another TV show on uh, the Verminators. Verminators. Yep. I met the the main guy that was on TV. I met him at a conference. Cool. And I actually got like a, a, a like a, a snap trap, a rat snap trap autograph. I remember him. that you had that in your yeah, office. Yeah, I still have it. I'll, you know, he was, and I, but I still liked, you know. The perception was a the, the Verminators, you know, that's the perception that we go want. We didn't want the Billy, yeah. uh, the Exterminator. But you know, I still watch Billy for the. Uh, He's funny. The crazy effects. So I mean, I yeah. never really had a problem with them. Um, but uh, yeah, I remember that show. I hadn't, hadn't thought about that show for quite Have a while. Have you ever seen the uh, Undercover Boss with? No. That one's pretty interesting because it kind of makes our industry look like we're idiots. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Not that Billy did. Well, yeah. Because the guy's like spraying outside his house and his backpack sprayer's leaking and oh I mean, gosh. it just like when they're, when they're he's treating this kitchen for German roaches in a trailer and it's just like it's like he doesn't actually know what he's doing. Oh my goodness. Probably broke every label law in the book. Maybe he should have listened to the Bug Podcast <laughs> to learn how to treat for German urchins. Probably should have. Yeah. So have you had any uh, German urchin issues lately you've had to deal with? Um, yeah. I mean, I always have my, just with what I deal with, yeah. I, I mean, roach cleanouts are a... A daily event. <laughs> pretty much. I mean, that's, that's the norm for me now as far yeah. as as far as roaches and although I did oh I did have one a few weeks ago that was it's probably it was pretty bad I mean I'm talking hundreds 
opening up the drawers and you mm -hmm. see them scatter by the hundreds, crawling across the floor, counters, in their food, in their pan, pots and pans on the on the the stove. Man. It was pretty bad. Yeah. That was that was a rough one. Yeah, I Yeah, I don't deal with it quite as much as I used to, but I feel I'm pretty pretty good at it. Uh, just because of the fact, like, my old route, I had, like, 50 restaurants, and they all had German arches when I started out, so I was doing, like, weekly clean-outs on multiple restaurants, um, and it just, it never ceases to amaze me, one, how dirty some of these restaurants can be, and two, how just negligent some of the other companies can be at treating um it, it just you, it, it's just it's kind of astounding yeah um but you know i mean not everybody can be as good as we are it's life in the pest control world <laughs> life in the pest lane <laughs> uh, yeah, I, used, I used to serve as i feel well i mean <laughs> To my survey, it was one of the dirtiest restaurants in, in Greenville, and, and that was that was a rough one. That's when we, that's when we first. This shows how long I've been in the business, but you know we switched from the the Actisol fogging, the night route stuff to the baiting, and there was just so much junk underneath all the equipment. I mean, I'm talking. All they do is just take one of those wet mops and they squeeze the dirt yep. and the, the grime against the wall and it starts building up like layers it goes kinda, inside the crack it's, tile yeah it starts and... moving to, to the you know outward yep. to the floors itself yeah, that was pretty bad and they, they had roaches and I you know I, I did I did get control of it by just using bait because that's when we went to the daytime yeah. and I couldn't use the Axisaw machine and I, I couldn't flush because they were they were prepping food. Yeah. So I got rid of it with bait, but it took a long time. It can be done. Yeah, absolutely. When when my technicians would come in and go, I can't get rid of this problem. They won't clean up. I I understand. I understood it. Right. Like I knew absolutely. it makes your job a hundred times harder. But I never use it as, as an excuse because I don't know nine times out of ten you're restaurants are not going to comply with what you tell them yeah absolutely. so you're going to have to figure out a way to get that roach problem under control with what you have with that and yeah it's a great excuse and sometimes it can be well, the problem but i never let that be an excuse there's times where there are certain situations where you do need to throw it back on them because you know whether they're being hard to deal with or, you know, something's going on. But when you're dealing with a place where, you know, it's a, a, you know, a locally owned place and the person is doing the best they can do, there's always, you know, that's why we have a tool bag full of tools. There, there, <laughs> you know, there's always something that can... But I will say this, I have never had a problem, no matter how bad the situation was with sanitation, or structural that I can never get control of. Absolutely. So, just want to let Josh know. <laughs> I've been waiting for this for a long time because I was really pissed when I heard this. But I am the original masturbator. 
Okay? So, you Josh, step back. <laughs> step back, buddy. I am the original masturbator. And, and if you've never used the word masturbator in a manager's meeting before and work that in, then... Uh, you're, you, you're the you're, you're not the, me. You're the OG. <laughs> yeah, I worked at the manager's meeting one time. I think I think Phil may have been in that meeting. I, I'm trying to remember, <laughs> but I did work, and the owners were in there along with the president, and I worked the word the masturbator <laughs> in, in a manager's meeting. Oh my god! Yeah, That's it was hilarious. awesome. I don't know why they looked at me so weird and <laughs> and. My office over the years kept getting further and further back away from the main part. And by the end, when I left, I was like in a small office with no windows. And they kept locking my door. I don't know why they kept locking my door. You had to bring a uh, crowbar to work every morning yeah. to get into your I don't office. Know what's the deal with this? And pretty soon, that the, the, the chemical shed out back, they were like, that's your next office, buddy. One a, more masturbator joke, and you're out there. Put a tent outside. You have a computer set up. <laughs> it's raining. I can't work with computers out here. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> yeah, so I just want I just had to really get that out there. Yeah. Because I was actually really upset by when I heard it. Like, I was like, come on. Come on, dude. Stealing your thunder. You're not even close. <laughs> you know, I, I want to, I just want to say, I made a comment earlier about life in the pest lane. Um, I just want to go ahead and put a little uh, little trademark thing on that because uh, evidently we have um, uh, a pest control podcast uh, popping up on a daily basis now, so uh, that's going to be the next one that pops up. My, yeah, that would be actually a great it thing would. for... <laughs> I might start my own podcast up. <laughs> no, just... Because I'm, I've actually ruined your guys' podcast, you know, doing this. Um you know, I'm, I might have to uh, use that one. <laughs> Hi, this is Tim, Life in the Pest Lane, coming at you. Oh or you can be like us and just, just go down out. the highway and blurt yeah. Oh, yeah. out <laughs> random facts you have no really clue about. I mean, yeah, do no, not fact check anything yeah, today. Yeah, no, no Googling, nothing, because it's probably all Honestly, wrong. Honestly, it, it probably is all wrong. <laughs> And like the names, there was actually names in this article I wanted to, to read, yeah. but I could not pronounce them <laughs> and I already sound stupid enough. So there's no way I was even going to, I mean, Kisner, Kisner, I don't know. I, I couldn't even, I don't even know the, the vice president of the marketing of Univar's name. Couldn't even pronounce his name right. <laughs> this is going to be a very interesting uh, episode. I don't know how you're going to edit this. I don't either, but I have no clue what you're going to do with wait. this mess. So far, we have uh, 53 minutes, and I think I can get it down to, like, 25. <laughs> <laughs> the ramblings of, of... Of Gabe and Tim. Uh, oh, my gosh. Yeah. The ramblings of Mad Men. And we've not gotten an accident, though. That's the most amazing thing about this whole thing. That is... That would have been great for the podcast, though. No. <laughs> Live on the air. Coming up. Will Tim and Gabe survive? <laughs> dum, dum, dum. <laughs> like on uh, Dukes of Hazard when they would like jump the car and then until <laughs> next week. Well, folks, that's it. <laughs> Tune in, same time, same bat time, same bat channel. All right, so that's uh, I guess that that's it for uh, for the Bug Geeky Roadcast. Hope you guys had a great time. Um, 
you'll probably never listen to us again. But, uh, but yeah, that's it. There, there's some good new ones out, I heard. So. <laughs> a few of them. <laughs> a few of them. This could be their opportunity this week. <laughs> you could take our number three status. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for listening to the number three world's best pest control podcast. And as always, stay, stay geeky. geeky. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Bug Geeky Podcast. Remember to subscribe, leave us a review, and a five-star rating. Also, check us out on social media at Bug Geeky. Check out our blog at buggeeky.com. And check out our YouTube channel at Bug Geeky TV. Have a great day and stay geeky. The, the tip of the week is to make sure you're not wearing a uniform as you're going into these adult stores down here that's the tech tip that, of the week that's the all tip right of the week. and uh, do not drive your your truck your company truck into the parking lot park next door change shirts and then you can go in wear, wear a hoodie wear, wear a, a hoodie and sunglasses <laughs> <laughs>